welcome metalheads to the church of heavy metal for what is the final embrace of some late 90s power metal power metal in primal fears second studio album jaws of death released on june 10th of 1999 as always, I am the Reverend Ben Dangerously, and with me is Tracy Newport. How are you doing tonight, Tracy? Oh, I'm doing pretty good today, Ben. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, there's just something about looking at some... Mm, I'm trying to think what is that. There's something about just going out and listening to some power metal. It's just there's something about it. Yes, without a <laughs> doubt. Um the you can't band, help but be in a good mood about it, I think, unless you just hate the genre. <laughs> right, and you have to be the Metal Eagle, or perhaps Hawk, I'm not sure, but I'm going to say Eagle. Metal Eagle! That is the Primal Fear logo. Of course, the band at the time of recording was Ralph Shippers on vocals, Tom Nauman on guitars, Stefan Liebug, or Liebing, excuse me, on guitars, Matt Sinner on bass and backing vocals, and Klaus Sperling on drums and backing vocals. Um, the runtime uh, for this album was a felt 49 minutes and 39 seconds of glorious, glorious pseudo Judas Priest battle. Interesting. 49 minutes. The Spotify version is 54 minutes. So I guess I got a free song in the air, roughly somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, Kill the King is the last album, is the last track they have on. That Spotify version. Um, Hatred in My Soul is the last album song. So I guess so, that was probably a bonus track somewhere. And it drew my attention because I remember, oh, one of the multiple Megadeth Greatest Hits albums. I think they released a new song on one. I think it it's the one with the nuke going off in it. So uh, there's like four of them. I got to choose from, I guess. Uh but they had a song on their Kill the King. I'm like, wait, was that a cover song? And it, it wasn't. The Primal Fear song is completely different. Yeah. But that they drew my attention because of the name. And I was like, oh, here we go. So. I mean, you know, and to, to be completely transparent, I had this album as well as the, probably the first four Primal Fear albums I owned on CD back in the day. So this has been something that I'm, familiar with for a long time so i want to defer to tracy to get his thoughts first since this was his first listen to this band and this album or maybe not the band but at least this album yeah it's my it's my second i guess you can say embrace with primal fear because i listened to their 2018 album apocalypse yeah i listened to the 2018 album release of apocalypse which was a fairly solid but fairly standard uh power metal album um this one, it kind of shocked me when you said this was their second album because it sounds like they've got a few more, I guess you could say, years under their belt. It's like the sound you get from it. And I feel like power metal is one of those, it's such a uh, construct in the sense of like of how it's done because like it doesn't rely on, you know, so much of the personal experience of the musicians and them writing it. It's more of the storytelling aspect of it. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up, and this is something that I wouldn't expect you to know. So the lineage of this band can actually trace back to Halloween. Okay. Um, 
Kai Hansen, after he left Halloween in 1989, formed Gamma Ray with the vocalist from this band, Ralph Shippeners. And Ralph left Gamma Ray to audition for the Judas Priest spot when Rob Halford left. He didn't get it, and then he formed Primal Fear. Okay, because that makes that kind of makes everything kind of click in a sense because this I mean coming to this one it doesn't sound like a band's second album first album even like that it feels like you know most we talked about some metal albums like the sophomore slump like the third album where it just kind of doesn't quite make as much splash as the earlier releases did because they don't quite have the angst the anger just they didn't spend all the time writing them those songs as they had previously and they didn't have them perfected as such but this album, like, it comes across as this nice, crisp, clear, really solidified power metal album. And it's not quite that full over the top that you get out of some power metal albums that at times the cheesiness is the cheesier the better. But it is still like there's a bit of cheese in there. Um, True. So, like, <clears throat> they've got the years of experience of the Road Warriors underneath their belt with it being their second release. And that comes through in the sound and production of it. And I feel like they kind of do a pretty good job of like hitting these, the power metal tropes of loud guitars, fast drums, some, uh, Oh, not quite our air raid screaming, but damn close and pushing for it. You know, Uh, dude, there are songs on here where it's granted. It's not Rob Halford fully unleashing the voice, but there are, yeah, like, tracks on here where he sounds dead up like Rob Halford. I mean, yeah, for like, fucking real. Church of Blood, that one comes to mind when they're talking about it, when he just kind of like gets his Rob Halford thing on. And there was a couple moments to Halloween actually makes more sense now because there's a couple of songs in here I was listening to. And here I'm like, fuck, this sounds like Halloween. Like it just, if I wouldn't have known any better, I would have assumed it was a Halloween song. Yeah. Uh, if I remember it, I'll, I'll let you know. I do have to say, there is, in the Church of Blood, the fucking, I guess it's just a free sound effect, but I, you have the fucking Undertaker calling that goes off about halfway <laughs> through it. They kind of always like, what? <laughs> I didn't even at? notice that, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where's he at? And I'm like, so, like, that was kind of always kind of neat to hear. But, I mean, they do such a wonderful, cheesy job of just kind of... I've grasped the power metal. Uh, it's not quite He-Man, Master of the Universe power metal, but it's... No. Uh, you it's, know, it's, in, in some it's, way... It's working for <laughs> In some way, it's... You know, and I've, I've used the term so far throughout this episode to describe it as power metal, too. To me, it isn't quite power metal. To me, it's more that traditional heavy metal. Um, just because of the fact that you're right, it, there's not really any songs on here that are about He-Man and the Masters of the Universe or fighting skeletons to get the power of Skull or any of that bullshit that, you know, is in a lot of other power metal bands. Um, if we consider Iced Earth a power metal band, I would consider this one a power metal band, which we will talk about later on in the year. Spoiler alert. But, but I do the, consider them, so... Well, it's, it's really close to that. I mean, yeah. but... To, to me, this is just a continuation, albeit perhaps a cheesy continuation, 
of that new wave of British heavy metal sound of Judas Priest and Iron Maiden, Halloween, um, done incredibly competently. It's it's funny that you you say that this you didn't believe that this was this album or the band's second album, and maybe it's because I had so many of their albums back in the late '90s, early aughts that to me this does sound like a band that truly hasn't found their sound yet, um, and. You know, that's because I had the the two albums after this, which I think are slightly stronger than this one, not to be a spoiler for our grading. But I thought this was good. I mean, I thought this was incredibly enjoyable. Um, Everybody is more than capable on their instruments. Most of these guys have been playing in various bands since the early 90s. So this is the end of the decade. So 10 years at least of experience in touring and recording bands. And I just really enjoyed it. I mean, it's not, it is certainly not a great album, but it's a very solid album that being a band's second album would make me want to listen to more of their stuff. Oh, just how about just hearing it and going, okay, I want to hear more of their shit. Because their Apocalypse was solid, but it was, it kind of fell under that, I guess you say, more standardized power metal, what's kind of come the norm instead of the exception. I feel like at the time of this release, it probably felt sounded more like an exception to the rule instead of, instead of the norm. And you said, you know, you didn't think it was quite power metal. It's not quite the full Man of War. We're wearing more leather than their cows in the state of, like, Florida. But, I mean, <laughs> right. uh, but it's not quite that. But it's also not quite – it's if you took the power metalness of Iron Maiden and turned it up, like, two degrees. Like it's a little bit more power metal than Halloween, but it's right there somewhere to them. It's not as smart as Iron Maiden, because again, when I, with Iron Maiden, a lot of their lyrics are really referencing historical events or high literature. This isn't doing that, but it is good. Yeah, and uh, what I'll say is more, it's not, it's because power, Iron Maiden kind of has more of that, is the new wave of British heavy metal sound. Sure. And especially in the earlier albums, the later albums, they kind of took a little more, I guess, like, takes more of a hard rock, a little more power metal approach to it, not as fast and everything. You don't quite have the galloping guitars, but that's a different conversation for a later date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, but these guys are kind of like the, I should say, the hybrid of like, if you were to mix Man of War and their over-the-top cheesiness, turn it all to 11 and what's burn everybody's eardrums within two miles. And here's Iron Maiden's uh, peace of mind and like if you were to mix them together like here's the child of it and I feel like Prime more Fear kind of walks that line okay I mean you know I, I could quibble with that a little bit but it's really not not worth it because I think that's close enough yeah um, I mean you know and we, what I think we've pretty much nailed the vibe of the album and everything were there any tracks that you that really stood out to you more than others any that you really enjoyed Oh, well, I was pulling up my, uh, I guess you could say the little, my major, because every, I try to, songs I like to put on this out playlist. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was pulling it up like, oh, that's a, a little more than I thought, because I've got five <laughs> tracks on here. <laughs> cool. Four off the album you listened to, because I actually kind of dug the Kill the King one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but Kill the King, the special re-release, I guess, the way they've redone it, uh, Into the Future, Play to Kill, Nation of Fear, and Final Embrace. And I feel like Final Embrace is such a good, solid... It's not the opener track, but it's such a good... Well, 
It's not. It kind of is because Shells yeah, of Death is just a twenty-two second um, instrumental. Yeah, and that's what it's kind of meaning. Like it's not quite like it's on the CD or the album. It's not the first track you hear because you get that little introduction thing. I'm sure on records you wouldn't know any difference, except for, you know. So, I feel like it's such a good kind of like settling for the album and kind of like, oh, here's what you're going to get, and you got a nice little good little bit of power metal involved in it. Um, Church of Blood was pretty solid. Really, like, uh, way to kill. The back half of that album is really strong, like, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with that, definitely. I do think there are some good moments on the first, like you said, final embrace. I, I like Jaws of Death, the instrumental that opened the album. Under Your Spell is pretty good. Um, but I think the second half of the album is where the magic is, especially with the track that you didn't mention. I love When the Night Comes. Um, there's just something about that, and maybe because that reminds me the most of Judas Priest, which, again, because of Ralph Scheffner trying out for the band and also his vocal styling sounding so close to Judas Priest. As a matter of fact, how I discovered this band was hearing Ralph on a tribute to Judas Priest doing a cover of Nightcrawler. And I was like, holy fuck, that dude is awesome. So I, you know, researched him and, and found the Primal Fear and and bought a couple of their albums out of the mail order um, nuclear blast catalog that I had at the time and was not disappointed in what I got. Um, but yeah, that, um, the, the, the tracks that you meant, mentioned, excluding um what did you say it was killing the king something like that something with the king uh, kill the king kill the king yeah thank you and so um, like but well, hatred in myself i think it's good too uh, well i was going to kind of like listening to like the wind and icons and fight to survive when you talk both those sound like just straight up judas priest songs yeah like uh, i agree I with not, you in that one i sad about that at all yeah i nation into fear i mean is very Halloween to me. Like, that's the one that's kind of like, oh, that sounds very Halloweenish to me. So, like, I mean, if you're getting compared as Judas Priest and Halloween in an album, and going, like, you sound like them. I, as a band, especially in the nine, in 1999, I don't think you really have much room to complain about. I'm like, okay, but there's a lot worse we could be compared to. We could No, dude, yeah. Musicianship-wise, this was great. <laughs> oh, it was. Um, I... This is, again, this is not my favorite genre of metal, but I really like listening to this, and I, yeah, you know, I just said it. Uh, I thought enough of hearing the singer in a tribute album singing a song enough to track down and buy the first four CDs by this band. Yeah, I might have done the one CD and gone from there, but you buying fours, that's a that's some high ranking. This uh, dude alone. I think they were like ten dollars at the time, so I was like, fuck it, I'll I'll take a, a chance or or something. And maybe I didn't buy them all at the same time. Maybe okay. I bought them a couple at a time. I just know that I had the first four. Yeah. Uh, also, I know that, like, I have a, a bit of a, a completionist problem in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was bad back when I was I had a CD or a comic book collection because I was like, well, fuck, I like this album by this band, even if all the other albums suck. I need to get them just to be a completionist. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you on that one. I'm still that way today. Well, 
I didn't really give a shit about these two seasons of this TV show, and there's one left. I might as well finish the third one because I'm already here. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you on that one. Or I've read the two books in this series. I don't know if I'll read the third one, but it's just one more book. I guess I can finish the series. I'm invested enough to, I guess, make it worth it. Right. Or hope it's worth it in the end. But, I mean, that's the one thing, like, they're playing on this album that's crisp, it's clear, and I think that's one thing that is kind of lost on the power metal genres because these guys all tend to do it to such a perfection, even some of the more crazy kookiness, while it may hamper their live shows because they're having to concentrate so much on art. I've got to hit this note like this to make it work. Their albums always have that crisp clearness that it sounds like they've spent a few years, hours, getting it kind of smoothed out and polished. Yeah. I really don't imagine that it was that big of a deal for playing live. Um, yeah. Again, like I said, these guys had all been in bands previously and had been around for a while, so I'm sure that they were professional enough that they, they didn't put anything down in the studio that they couldn't replicate on stage. Oh, yeah. I was Having never seen that. them live, I don't know, but yeah. I was just saying a reference because when Dragon Force first got big with the fire and the flames, people were shitty because the guitarist would just stand there during that song and wouldn't do anything, and it's like, uh... Have you that's heard the song? That's a pretty goddamn intricate song, yeah. I was about to say. Like, you, you ain't running doing flips. You ain't Eddie Van Halen on the stage while you're playing that. You're lucky not to back fuck up. <laughs> well, I don't need... This is an aside. But I don't need dudes out there doing gymnastic routines for me to enjoy their live show. If they can replicate... I'm actually more upset if they can't replicate what they're, they put on their album live than I am if they don't do a acrobatics routine but that's just me yeah i'm i'm the same way as you if if they as long as they play it live and they're just pulling a carry king and just banging her head all the time cool right i'm fine with it yeah um you got anything more to say about the seven or do you want to move uh, on no i don't think we touched on any bad things but i can't really think of anything off the top of my head i mean I, uh, outside of the, the first half's a little weaker than the second half but outside of that i mean eh, nothing really yeah that's kind of how i am too uh so let's create this thing uh, I'll go ahead and go first and give you a chance to think about your thoughts because I've been with this album for a little longer than you have. Yeah. And by a little, I mean like by uh, two decades. Um, I wasn't officially like bought into a music genre by this point in time yet, I don't think. I was like a year or two away <laughs> from it. Sure. So I like this album. I like this album uh, a significant amount. I do not think of the first four it's their best one. Um, so I, I and that shouldn't really weigh into my grading, but it kind of does, um, mainly because if I were to like list a bunch of Primal Fear songs or make a Primal Fear playlist, there's only a couple from this album that I would pull off of, and because of that, I'm going to give it a a slightly low grade for as much as I've said that I've liked it, um, and I'm going to give it a B. Um, I was thinking about a B plus. But honestly, there's just not quite enough great songs on it to make it up to a B plus or into an A, because uh, really, probably the the there's only two, maybe three songs that I would pull off of this for a Primal Fear playlist. Interesting, because this is the only outside of their Apocalypse album for 2018. It's only you know previous day, the only time I've, other thing I heard by them. And I feel like this album's strong enough on its own merits by itself to at least get a B plus. And I was debating a B plus or A minus. Oh, I don't wow. think it's don't think it's quite A minus. So I'm gonna give it the B plus. 
I'm definitely putting it on the spin cycle on that playlist so I can come back to it later and see how it sits then. I could go back to it and be like, well, it didn't quite settle as well. Or like, oh, shit, this thing's actually grew on me. So I'm going to give it a B plus, then actually, because I also don't have that comparison of potential to it. Sure. Well, that makes sense. And I was very close to giving it a B plus. You know, I, this is like an 84, 85, and it's just right on that line. Yeah. All right, my man. What are we doing next time? Next time, we are looking at my second favorite album from 2019 in Whitechapel's The Valley. All right. Some uh, Whitechapel. I think our first Deathcore album. I think so. I don't remember us doing a Deathcore album before now. Uh, I think so as well, unless we're kind of there's some random one that's deathcore and it's like oh i guess i guess so no, I, I don't think so because uh, the the deathcore bands that immediately popped to mind probably the closest we've come to doing deathcore is killer to be killed mm, and that's not even remotely close i don't think <laughs> uh i would i would consider dillinger escape plan kind of close to it but sure. yeah but again killer be killed not so much anyway yeah. so come back and listen to us do some deathcore next time on thunder don't metal reviews ah.